Hello, everyone. Welcome to the collective energy reading for the month of May. So this month, um, we are deeply steeped in the sign of Taurus. And um, we are also coming upon very soon this week, a full moon in Scorpio, Taurus's opposite or opposing sign. Um, and opposing does not mean they are in conflict, although sometimes perhaps, but um, they do balance one another out. So because we are in this really tactile time of the year and there are flowers everywhere here in North Carolina, I chose to do a little bibliomancy and the book that I chose is called The Arrangement of Flowers by Mrs. Walter R. Hine and it's a super old book so it's a little bit outdated um, in the language. It's from the 30s <laughs> um, but it's amazing and it's really there's so much information in here. So yeah I I chose this book because, again, of the tactile experience. And it's not that cards are not tactile, but there is something that's so sensual or sensuous, rather, about a book. You know, the texture of the cover, the size, the scent of the pages, the images, if there are images, or at least the way the words play across the page. So there's a lot that gets filled by looking and holding and sitting with a book. And so I definitely, as part of this collective reading, invite you to pick a book to sit with for the rest of the month. I think the art of reading an actual book is something that is perhaps waning. <laughs> Um, but I personally am always reading something and it really does fill our cup. And um, I think the way that our brains intake the pages and the words of a book versus something on a screen is really important and really nourishing. And um, as I said, it's something that I feel like is getting kind of lost in the folds of this high octane <laughs> culture uh, where everything is on a screen. So I definitely invite you and I think um, the universe invites you to find a book that you enjoy and you can even do a little bibliomancy for finding your book. So bibliomancy is, is just divination with a book. And so sometimes if I'm not sure what to read, I'll kind of go into the library of our home and which is just a few bookshelves. It's not, <laughs> I don't have like a beauty and the beast style library, although I wish I did. Um, but you can go into your bookshelf area or wherever you keep your books and just kind of close your eyes and kind of scan with your hand. You don't even have to touch anything, but you could just scan the spines of the books and see 
where your hand naturally tires and then allow your finger to rest on the spine of the book that it tires over. And um, that might be a good book for you to read in the moment. So that's one way of doing bibliomancy. Another way of doing bibliomancy, which is what I did today, is I just, I held the book and um, I held the arrangement of Flowers book. And I just kind of got grounded for a second. And I asked to open to the page that the collective needed to hear the most. So I did. I breathed, I focused, and I opened. And I'm going to get to reading in a moment, but before I do, I just wanted to say that this is kind of a story. (laughs) Even though this is very informative, this is like a step-by-step book in a way. Um, And so I will invite you to first just get settled and maybe close your eyes and um, just let the words sink in. You don't have to do anything, but just let the words and the images, and this is a floral book, so there's a lot of floral imagery. So let those kind of come to you and um, let that speak to you. I will speak a little bit to what I'm interpreting from these pages, but um, I think that this is just a really beautiful type of divination because for the person on the other side of the table, there is this invitation to really listen and take it in and interpret in their own way in their own shape, in their own form. So um, that's really getting into this reading, the shape, form, way. And I will speak to that more. Um, So yes, I will get into it. Make sure that if you want to, if you're able to, like if you're in a position where you can put stuff down and just sit for a moment and close your eyes, or at least maintain a soft gaze. I really, I think this would be really lovely. So I'm actually going to start reading um, on the page just before the page I opened up to. And there's just a paragraph in which it kind of breaks between pages. So I'm going to start reading there. Okay. Most garden flowers are improved by soaking in deep, cool water in a dark place free from droughts before arranging. Some outdoor blooms, such as dahlias, insist upon soaking, with a very few exceptions, notably orchids. All forced flowers require it. The fleshy, leaved type stalk forget-me-not, snapdragon, calendula, etc., need at least 12 hours after cutting. Forced tulips may be loosely rolled in newspaper, heads and feet out, and placed in deep water. 
Chrysanthemums, peonies, and other blossoms with semi-woody stems should have three or four inches of the lower stem crushed or slits made in two or three places in its length. The leaves of both the yellow and the white calla will keep perfectly if covered with cold water overnight. The easiest way to manage them is to put six or eight inches of cold water in a bathtub and drop in the leaves. They seem unable to draw upon enough moisture to fill the cells in any way but this. It is well worth the extra effort, however, for callas do not lend themselves to combinations with many other flowers and are so distinguished alone and in the proper setting. Cyclamen should be pulled from the bulb, the stems cut under water, then soaked. Dahlias should be cut after the sun goes down in full bloom for best results and placed in deep water out of a drought. Nothing wilts dahlias as quickly as a current of air. Remove the lower leaves that would be underwater for they will waterlog and turn black. Poppies and iris are best cut in bud and allowed to open where they are to be shown. Iris blossoms are fragile and difficult to transport. In a show, perfect buds have a better chance for award than bruised or broken blossoms, no matter how large or how fine in color. Hollyhock stems may be charred or dipped in a solution of nitric acid, one-tenth of one percent, immediately upon cutting, and then given the usual soaking. They will then last satisfactorily. Any disinfectant that prevents the growth of bacteria in the water is helpful in prolonging the life of cut flowers. Charcoal or one-tenth of one percent solution of permanganate of potash or potassium nitrate are recommended. Recent experiments in one of the Western agricultural colleges have brought to light some interesting facts in this connection. Both dahlias and chrysanthemums respond to a small dose of aspirin, one half tablet to two quarts of water. Carnations will last for some days longer if kept in water to which has been added boric acid, one half teaspoonful to two quarts of water. Asters will last twice as long if cane sugar be added to the water, one teaspoonful to each quart. Poppies will hold their petals longer if a few drops of gelatin are placed in the heart of the blossom as it opens in water. Water lilies will remain open longer if a little paraffin, just warm enough to run, is poured into the heart of the flower at the base of the stamens. In charring stems or dipping them in boiling water, as is recommended for some fragile flowers, Care must be taken to adequately protect the blossom from the heat or steam. Okay, I will leave off there, although the chapter does end on the next page. But it just kind of further goes into this care and maintenance of arranging. Um, this chapter is titled Choice, Combination, and Treatment of Flowers. And... So this to me is really reminding me to share with you all, you know, we're in a, 
in a really floral, beautiful time in the world. Uh, we're in Beltane. Life is returning all around us. Um, and so there's this one kind of like surface level area where I, I really want to invite each of you to go into your neighborhoods or your yards or the abandoned lot down the street from your house, <laughs> whatever, and just make a tiny bouquet of flowers that you feel really drawn to. They don't have to be showy or flashy or dahlias or chrysanthemums or peonies or anything, um, although they could very well be. So I think there's this invitation to bring flowers into your home that is feeling really important. And as I say this, I'm looking at two bouquets that I've made, one on the table right in front of me with parsley flower and lemon balm leaves and bachelor's button flowers. And then there's one that's a bit more majestic. Not that this one isn't at all, but it has like roses and, <laughs> and mustard green flowers and yarrow. And that's on the hearth altar of my home. And so I think any types of little bouquets you want to bring into your house, I would really invite you to do that to bring this element of Venusian, Taurus, sensuous beauty um, into the space. I mean, we've been living inside, some of us more than others, um, for quite some time now. And I think that bringing this kind of new life into the home is a really wonderful, wonderful idea. The second kind of deeper level that I'm pulling from this reading is all about water and care and treatment of ourselves and the different types of treatments that each shape and flower need. And so I think, you know, we're in a time as well where there's like a lot of online ideas about how to tend to ourselves and, um, what exercises, what what to eat, how to meditate, all of this stuff. And it's all amazing information. I, I really appreciate it. However, I, I, I feel from this particular reading that it's so important, and especially on this full moon that we're about to have in just a few days on the 7th, um, to really tap into our deeper self-care and a deeper treatment of ourselves which is to really notice like, what are we? Are we metaphorically speaking a hollyhock or a poppy or um, a cyclamen or an iris or the chrysanthemum? Like what is our unique person? What is our unique shape? What is our unique form? what is our unique way in the world? You know, and I think that especially if any of you have been spending a lot of time on social media or um, watching lots of movies or something like our perceptions of who we are as an individual shape or form um, or flower, however you want to imagine it can get really warped and really distant. And so I think this is an invitation to come back to like these really basic ways of perceiving ourselves and seeing what our deeper needs are. And so there's a lot about water in here. And personally, ever since May started, I've been feeling almost like 
oddly dehydrated. <laughs> like I just can't seem to drink enough water. And so um, for me, I've been putting some clear quartz and Lemurian quartz in my water. And every once in a while, I will put in an oxymel. And I know that that helps me to not only drink more water, but to feel more hydrated. And so I'm sharing that because I want you to find your way of staying hydrated. And this whole reading has been ways of trying to keep these plants, albeit, you know, cut flowers, um, hydrated. So how do you need to stay hydrated both on a very literal kind of surface level area, but also on a very deep level, that Scorpio level, that level of the spirit of the soul? Um, and so this might look very unique and odd to you. You know, it might look like half of a metaphorical aspirin or one-tenth of a cup of charcoal, whatever it is, you know, but I would really invite you to bring yourself to the water and really get this water this deep water nourished because we, as, as humans, you know, we forget that we have these really basic needs, just like everybody else, every other creature, we need air and water and we need care. We need sunlight. Um, we need breath. We need to respirate. And so this idea of like going to this origin place, I think is really activated by gathering flowers like it it brings me to this kind of childlike nature and so I think as a guide into relearning or remembering how to nourish this deeper watery part of yourself this deeper sense of self this this knowing of shape and form you you tap into your inner child you tap into that wise guide that has known everything about you forever and has watched you grow um, and is within you now. Um, so it doesn't matter, you know, like <laughs> if you are, it doesn't matter like what your shape is like that. I just love how each of the these flowers, they're so different. And I would invite you to look up some of these flowers just so you get an idea you know like dahlias look so incredibly different than calla lilies than peonies than I mean forget-me-nots too like these are all such different shapes and forms and it doesn't matter what shape or form you are just that you're nourishing that shape and form and not trying to be a dahlia when you're a forget-me-not or not trying to be an iris when you were a snapdragon, you know, so really kind of return to this sense of self, this deeper sense of self, this deeper knowing by tapping into your inner child, working with water, staying hydrated on a physical form, hydrating your root system on a more intentionally, um, deeper kind of metaphorical ritual form, ceremonious form. This might look like taking baths. This might look like um, taking like really kind of like almost like a prayer-based 
shower. There are so many ways, and I would really invite you to explore that for yourself because I don't know your shape. You do. So you will know exactly how to treat your form, your flower, your flowering. Okay, so I think I'm going to leave off there. Um, I think that this kind of ritual that I gave you is a really beautiful thing to enact on the full moon, which again, is on the 7th. So if you feel called and drawn to that, I, I would love, I would love to be a part of that with you and know that you are all doing that with me at the same time, because I will definitely be doing this. So anyway, I'm going to say my goodbyes and I hope that you are all well. I hope that you are all feeling taken care of right now and I'm wishing you a beautiful rest of the month. All right, until next time, friends. See you then.
Thank you.